Hello friends, what is happening? Welcome back to the Multiverse Podcast, episode 38, and another edition of the Beyond the Multiverse series for July the 13th, your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics, and everything in between. On this week's episode, we take a look at some of our favorite Nintendo exclusive titles and try to rank our top five from the list. I'm your host, Matt Titan Hussein. My co-host is the meme lord, Mio, and welcome to episode 38. Mio, what is happening? Hey, hey, um, before we start listing Nintendo games, yep. can I say I'm kind of nervous about my Lego spread now? Have about, you seen about, about what? My Lakers bet. Oh, Lakers okay. Bet. No, I haven't seen it. What's what's happening? So, like in the bubble, yep. The players are you know arriving at Disney. Yeah, yeah. Showing videos of the hotel room. Yep. And like you know, it's not it's not it's not a small hotel room. Nope. But it's not what they're used to. Nah. Uh, so like a lot of the players are like complaining and it's like, oh, what is this? A Motel Six? <laughs> and like they're complaining about the food. Even I've seen the food. The food, the the food looks no. great. I would no. I would kill the food. You reckon? But, um, uh, the food reminds me of uh, uh, airline food. It looks kind of funny. It's not that bad, but it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's a little plain, yeah. but they give you a lot. Yep. And like a lot of players are complaining, but like the Clippers, like they don't care. They don't, like, do they? Um, like, what's his name? Patrick Beverly. He's like, he's loving his room. He's like loving his room. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. He's taking the, yeah. he's, he's having like, the blast. Imagine Kawhi. Do you think Kawhi needs a lot like he needs he needs like a closet and he needs like a charger you'll just like yeah. go in the closet recharge his battery that's it that, that, guy's, that guy's a robot he, i don't think he even yeah. cares like now i'm kind of nervous because like the lakers are used to living in like luxury lifestyle yeah and house quite all all quite needs is the ball and just to like and the charger, <laughs> charger <laughs> while he's pretty, resting pretty much i, I think like I think Lakers are still got it, to be honest with you. I think uh, LeBron's up for it. I think he's he's hyped. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once you start, once you get back on the court, I think I think changes. And I think, yeah, I don't know. But for athletes, I think what they're eating, I don't think it's enough, man. And like with no fans, like, you know, Kawhi doesn't yeah. need fans. Kawhi uh, doesn't care if anyone's there. He's yeah, just like, pretty much. He's so just like in, in his own bubble. Stage. Yeah. In his own bubble. Yeah, now I'm nervous. I'm really? Nervous. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll uh, this see. is this is your last bet, really. So it's your last chance to win. I'm not going over three. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sneak in the bubble and like <laughs> sabotage it. Oh, that, that that's funny. Uh, for three. I think mean, that that'll be your betting career over, Mio. You know? I don't yeah. think I'll we'll ever come uh, have another bet again. Um, okay, so we've we've done uh, the Xbox one. This one, before we obviously before we get started, same rules apply. No, I think one might cross the line, but we'll wait and see. Uh, remakes don't count. Um, uh, if they got ported to PC, which hardly any of them did. Uh, and the second rule is we could only pick one from a franchise. For me, Mio, I don't know about you, this was extremely difficult. One, because Nintendo's been around for like nearly ever. Yep. And two, these franchises have gone on forever. <laughs> Yeah, it, there were so many games, so many different consoles to pick. I don't know about you. I, I don't know if you even went up to the. Did you go up to the Switch by any chance? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, you covered everything. Okay, I pretty much. I think I hit everything except for the the Switch. You know, well, but we've we'll come to we'll come to that discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know eight, how. Yeah, I don't know how old people think we are, but yeah. I I didn't really cover any Nintendo or okay. Super Nintendo games. Like, I covered. I, wasn't that old. I covered sixty four. I'm. 30. Okay. You are 26, 27? Yes, I am. 26. 26, yeah. So I, I, I got a chance to play the 64. 
So I'll I got a little, a, little, a little bit of 64, but not too much. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably be well, missing some. No worries. We're obviously, obviously, this is all based on what we've been able to play and, and stuff. Um, a lot of games, obviously, might not have been... Um, uh, I might not remember like the plot or anything like that, but we're just talking about the game and what it meant, meant to Nintendo, us and how Nintendo games don't have a plot. Exactly, exactly. I've got 18 on my list. Uh, and then obviously we'll try and conclude that and make a top five from for my list. So, Mio, I'll give you the honors of uh, kickstarting this podcast. Okay. Um, what better way to start this podcast than to start with Nintendo's mascot, so I, I, you know, I want to go do a Mario game first. Yep. Um, a lot of Mario games. There's so many. <laughs> Mario I, games. I, I like literally right now. Uh, I've got goosebumps. I want to know what Mario game you pick because there's so many of Yeah. So many. Uh, you might as well give shoutouts to the other ones that you did pick then for a start. Okay. Um, shoutouts to a lot of the Game Boy Advance Mario's. <laughs> yep. Uh, Super Mario World, Yoshi's Island, Super Mario Three, which was like a remake of the. Super Nintendo game. Yep. Um, Paper Mario. Paper that one Mario. was pretty good too. Yep. Mario Party, even though I'm going to argue that's not even the best party game for Nintendo. Um, yep. I've, I've played a little bit of Odyssey. I haven't played too much. Yep. Like I've, I just got that game recently and I'm liking it so far. So I'm not going to put that on my list quite yet, but it is really cool where you like throw your hat on people and you like possess them. It's a little weird, but um, it's okay. Um, what I chose was Mario 64. What was your pick? Mario, Super Mario 64. Okay. That's, that's, Super Mario 64 was on top of Mario. Why, why Mario 64? Uh, oh, wait. Which one did you pick? Not Super yeah, 64? Super Mario 64. 64. Oh, Super 64. Okay. Well, for yeah. me, it was as the fact that I played Mario games in kind of a 2D fashion on, on, on the Game Boy. And then for them to kind of transfer it into a, a full... Look, it wasn't the first game to do 3D, but... It took Super. It took Mario to a different level. Mm-hmm. Was it, was this the first 3D platformer? I think it's this was the first. Three, yeah, I think it was the first Banjo. 3D platform. Was wait? I want. I'm gonna do some research. Keep going. Yeah, it was either this or Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, for me, for me, it was this because this was one of the first games I got a chance to play on the 64. I never owned a 64. Uh, mm-hmm. I always played it when I went over to my friend's house. I literally lived two two minutes from my from my parents, so I was over there most of the time, and. Um, this was one of those games and it was just like, he did have a save file as one of those save memory, those memory cards. So his Nintendo had to stay on. So we'd play it. I'll come back the next day, try and finish off my save. Uh, on the hope, hoping that his mother wouldn't turn off the Nintendo Y uh, vacuuming. And uh, it was, just, it looked amazing. Amazing. It, I've, I actually earned a copy for quite some time until I eventually sold it. Cause it, I, I got, I got quite a bit for it, to be honest with you. There was a free, Nintendo, uh, sorry, Nintendo 64 games that I had in, in my collection and I sold them because they were still boxed in mint condition and I got quite a bit of money for those. Um, mm-hmm. this, this was one of them and um, it just, it hits differently to be honest with yeah. you. Like when you really, I know tech has come a long way and stuff, but nothing. I think, I think what, what, what's, what's so great about doing these podcasts as well and looking back at old games is the nostalgic feeling behind them and this was one of them and this was just like, Loading up the game and seeing a 3D rendered world, rather than instead of accepting, uh, expecting sorry a, a 2D platformer, and it was just it just took it just took you away. The graphics were amazing. Nobody had this at the time as well, and it's like it looked yeah, it better. Was, than it was actually the first 3D. Banjo yeah. 
came out in 98. This one yeah. came out in 96. 96. And it looked better than anything on the, on, on, on the PlayStation at, at, at the time. And, and yeah, and there was obviously the other consoles like the Atari and Jaguar that have been probably lying around at friends, friends' houses and stuff. This just, man, it's just, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible to see how far, when you put them side by side, let's say Mario and the Super Mario 64, and along with uh, Odyssey at the moment, it's just worlds apart. But, you know, 64 still stands on its own two feet and amazing, amazing. It was, it was probably the biggest jump in the franchise. Yep. No yeah. pun intended. No, no, no that, that's an amazing one. Because uh, I know you were talking about how, like, for example, in Odyssey, you had the throwing the hat. Every <laughs> single Mario game had something new. Like one of my, for me, even though I played Super Mario uh, Galaxy, Super Mario Odyssey, for me, it was a tot-up between two different, two different Mario games and it was the 64 one and it was Super Mario Sunshine. I love I like that Sunshine. game. Sunshine's good. Sun- I know, I know yeah. a lot of people like Sunshine for some reason. I think yep. it's because um, it's, it's a little weird where you like have a relationship with your water. water yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a little weird. But um, I like Sunshine. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was an underrated GameCube game. I think it was just like different, completely different game mechanics. It changed the game. Like, as I said, every single Mario game they brought along had something different and you kind of changed it up. Like, if you look at a different franchise, for example, and we'll come to that shortly, um, Zelda, they played it safe for the majority of their kind of for that franchise and then they changed it up and that's why we'll, we'll come to that shortly but um yeah they, this was the biggest jump biggest jump for platformers and they kind of revolutionized platformers and you saw the 3d push i think obviously the tech was there and nintendo 64 they had like these the greatest mascots let's say and uh here we are with i think without that even though it wasn't the first 3d game of its time it still pushed 3d games yeah you know there's all yeah. there's always um a few games that come along and revolutionize its uh, its genre or whatever it does. We had the Shenmue games for uh, open world, open world sandbox games. We've got this for platformer games. We've we've got two other games on on here, like a racing game that that changed it up, and we've got a, a, another another shooter on, on on this list that changed up, and then we've got a few party games on there. So Nintendo have been at the forefront of revolutionizing gaming, and they've done it through their own uh, kind of approach and methods and credit to them man because like we're here doing a podcast completely about them and just appreciating some of their amazing games so i agree with you super mario 64 is the best mario game but every single mario game is up there i don't i don't recall a a modern mario that's dropped below a i would say an eight eight out of ten but i'm yeah, even they, gonna push i'm amazing. even gonna push and say nine out of ten i've never seen a single mario game below that i, I guess the some of the Mario sports games are kind of bad, but like mm. none of the main Mario games are good. I mean, are bad. Yeah, yeah. The sports games are they're, they're, they're in their own kind of category. They're there to target a different market. Um, like you've got what Mario, the football, the golf, the tennis. They're fun. They're fun, but they're for more for kids. They're not for. I think they're more of a party kind of themed as well. You've got the Mario and Sonic goes to the Olympics. They're they're pretty cool. They're they're like a party. I'm, I remember those games on on the Switch with the with the Wii remote and stuff. Um, but yeah, Super Mario 64, that's a good way to start off the list. I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to, to mention. Um, just this really like revolutionized platformers. It saved platformers for about yeah. four to five years. And now, you know, platforms aren't that big of a deal anymore. But, you know, Mario's single-handedly carrying, um, carrying platformers. So yeah. 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 What was it, what was it, besides Mario, what was the last platformer you could think of? top of your head like for me i can't think of anything from just from the top uh, of my head right now like without it, thinking about it too much i can't 
The first thing that I jumps to my mind is you know Super Mario. I want to say Celeste. That's like yeah. a like a, a indie game, but mm. yeah, a lot of indie platformers. But that's about yeah. it. No oh, main. Oh, we in the blind like, forest. Like, yeah, Cup, that's, Cuphead. That's, Maybe those two. That's more like a Metroidvania. I guess yeah. it's a platformer. I don't yeah. know. It's hard to define. I'll I'll do one on on my list then. I'll go straight on my list. And this man, this revolutionized shooters. Before Halo came along, this was it. This was uh, the four player split screen, the weird, funky Nintendo sixty four controller, and it's Goldeneye. So this is uh, one of the games I didn't get a chance to play. So yeah. I'll let you do. Oh man, but I hear it's like you know legendary game. Absolutely legendary. It's uh, one of the best kind of splits. It's, it, it went up along, let's say, like kind of the Doom of its time, uh, Quake, uh, Unreal Tournament, those sort of games, you know. Uh, absolutely amazing. And this, the, the joystick was kind of the weirdest thing to hold. So you have to hold it like kind of a gun position because the joystick, the, the thing was in the middle. And then you either, and then you had the shooting, right? That's where the, the you know, the Wii U remote, you know, the nunchuck yeah. part, that's where that comes from. It comes from the Nintendo 64 controller they've taken I'm not gonna that lie. i forgot the wii u existed until you just mentioned it now <laughs> the, yeah the wii u oh my god um so that's where that that part comes from it comes from the n64 controller and all you had to do was just hold it like a gun and move around and shoot and then you, you you'd use your your left hand to use uh let's say any any other stuff you need to do like heals or reload or whatever and it, it was amazing mm-hmm. i think at that time obviously there was no such thing as a in um multiplayer online or whatever so everyone was uh gathered around the tv one of those you know those classic crt fake tvs um and uh you had the, the four controllers in the port whoever died or whoever, whoever had the least amount of uh, kills he would pass it on to the next person and it would just take in turns and it was one of those <laughs> it was in the time where you know all the kids they're inside for good reason like uh it was a mixture of being outside being inside so you'd go outside play with your friends play hide and seek play tag whatever uh or after school pop over to to your friend one of the only people in your year group that has a n64 because everyone else had different consoles everyone goes to uh to their house and, and just plays her golden nine and it's obviously the guy that had who, who owns the n64 uh coming up on top because you know um but an amazing amazing shooter kind of revolutionized shooters as well mm-hmm. the first person shooter scene absolutely love it it's a classic it's an all-time classic this was also one that i had and i sold uh, an all-time classic i know that we made it for the wii uh but obviously it did pay off i don't think it was that great this was something that i think rare owns the uh the ip for it yeah something i would have loved to see on xbox you know just more of a modern approach but um yeah it's never gonna happen keep it on n64 i never want to yeah Yeah. amazing game do you like GoldenEye better or Perfect Dark? Because they're well, like the same game. They use the same engine. Yep. Uh, Perfect. I want to say well, Perfect Dark was like the spiritual successor. Like Dark I think Souls Perfect Dark. Yeah, I think uh, Perfect Dark is the, the spiritual successor. But I think what I loved about GoldenEye because I was in the hype of um, surrounded by the hype of James Bond at the time. Growing up, I was collecting the magazines. There was um, these magazines would come out every two weeks, and they would have a uh, cards to collect so i i love james bond growing up it was kind of one of my favorite franchises and this was uh, topped up for me to be honest with you so i'm gonna go with goldeneye but perfect dark spiritual successor it's not on this list because obviously it belongs to pre- uh, xbox and microsoft at the moment uh they belong they uh own the ip and obviously it came out on 360 eventually. also yeah i just found out that um blowing into the cartridge that doesn't actually do anything doesn't do anything no 
that that like blew my mind yeah. i was like what like yeah. I, I don't believe that I don't everybody believe used that. to do that do you remember Everything. it worked it, it worked, worked didn't it yeah it worked it was I don't so funny because well, even on nintendo on their on the cartridge it says do not blow into the cartridge just take it out put it back in mm-hmm. i don't believe that i don't believe that. but everyone would just take a deep <laughs> breath and, like you oh, were like the, it was good the nostalgia behind this that, that, that's what's so amazing about these podcasts just reminiscing on on games like with, with the xbox podcast we did it was reminiscing on multiplayer and how it revolu- how xbox Live revolutionized multiplayer and certain aspects mm-hmm. of the the gaming industry and then with uh, nintendo it's about like these classic all-time classic games and obviously uh couch co-op or couch split screen and uh blowing in cartridges so that's pretty amazing um you could do a one on your list with okay fans. i know golden eye you you've never played golden eye yeah i, I uh, that's i, I don't really have much friends that had a nintendo 64 America had, is a, it was a, pretty much a, there's, there's a PlayStation. Only, yeah, PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation. That's where Xbox came along. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, okay. I want to go to another popular Nintendo franchise. I want to do the Metroid franchise. Okay. This one was really hard too. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I, I would say this one's harder than Mario because there's like a lot of good Metroid games. Mm. I start, my first Metroid game was, I want to say Metroid Prime. Yep. Um, that game was amazing. That game was like Halo for GameCube, basically. Yeah, pretty much. But um, it also did like a lot of third-person stuff. Like when you roll into a ball, there was like good environmental puzzles before environmental puzzles got ruined by Naughty Dog. <laughs> Still taking uh, shots at Last of Us too. Yeah. Can't stop okay. me. I, I haven't I haven't finished it yet, so be aware what you say. Okay. Well, I, 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 I really haven't been bothered saying. playing it. To be that's that's the next episode. Okay. That's a small episode. But um. My favorite Metroid game was Metroid Fusion on the Game Boy Advance. Ah, okay. Good. Okay. Did you ever play Metroid Fusion? Never played Metroid Fusion, no. I know, I know, play, it, but I never got a chance to play with it. You play Zero Mission? Zero Mission is pretty good, too. It was oh, between no, those yeah. two. But um, Metroid Fusion was, like, tight because um, you, like, go through a space station, you, like, you know, kill aliens and stuff, but, like, the whole time, there's, like, like a Samus doppelganger chasing okay, you. Okay, yeah, yeah, time. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that part was cool. Yeah, that was I like, remember that. That was like Nemesis from Resident Evil, but he's just like chasing you the whole time. He can like wipe you out, so you have to like run the whole yeah, time. It was, just, it was just cool. Um, it was like a good atmosphere. Good. I I hate when people say Metroidvania, because Metroid uh, clearly no. came out like yeah. way before Castlevania. So yeah. don't give Castlevania any credit. But you know, I just like that kind of 2d shooting like platforming getting puzzles i mean solving puzzles and stuff yeah but yeah that's my favorite metric yeah. you know nintendo used to take a lot of risks back then with their franchises and they used to pay off oh yeah now what do you think of them now in terms of their risk do you reckon they pay off as much as they used to or do you reckon the crowd is just we're at this age where now people if it's not broken they'll fix it or when something changes radically people just don't want it I wouldn't say they don't take, they don't really take much risk anymore. <laughs> they like do like minor tweaks to the games or like their formulas. Like yep. like Odyssey, it's just Mario with a hat that possesses people. Like that's yeah, a feature. That's not like a game changing. Well, one game they did a game changing yeah. thing, but that's later on the list. But Pokemon, they've been making the same Pokemon game for twenty years. True, <laughs> pretty much the exact same game. Uh, I'll continue with your Metro Prime. 
Uh, I've got Metroid Prime on my list, but I went with the uh, the first one I played. Uh, obviously, I have no idea of the history before, prior to this, but Metroid Prime on the GameCube, the the, first, the only one that came, well, the first one is to call it on the GameCube. The one with the kind of the goldish uh, uh, cover with Samus uh, just standing yeah. there. Yeah, that's the that one sick. I played on. Um, for me, uh, you're, you're spot on with everything, the whole 3D and then kind of the platform and style. But for me, this was kind of Halo for for GameCube. It, the graphics, oh my God. It was oh good graphics God. for GameCube. I, I think this at the time was one of the best looking games at the time. Like it really, it's, you know, uh, every console you have, you have this like um, show, show, uh, showcase game on. Uh, which you know, when your friends came along, this would be probably one of the first games you put in just to show off its graphics. Mm-hmm. This was it, like Metroid Prime. You would put that in in the GameCube first of all to show off its graphics, then maybe move on to something else. Uh, I know PlayStation used to have it, Dreamcast used to have it, Xbox had it with like Project Gotham and Forza. Um, this this was it, and it's just I can't remember the story vividly, but from it what was, I played, it was basically I, it was basically like the story of Super Metroid. It was yeah. like a remake, but um. It was okay. I mean, you don't go to Metroid for stories. Nah, you don't really go to Nintendo for stories, really. You go for the no. for the. Zelda, yeah. I mean, Zelda's been getting kidnapped for years. Peach is, Peach. <laughs> Mario and Zelda have the same story, and no one had the storyline. Yeah, just in different universes. Uh, so yeah, I'll move you on, on, on Metro Prime. Uh, I'll do another one on my list then. And this was the first game I ever played on the GameCube. So this. Man, this hits hard, hard. When the nostal- when I mean nostalgic, nostalgic feeling, this is the this is one on my list. I don't know if you ever played it. It's called Wave Race Blue Storm. No, I didn't play it. Okay, so, so it's basically it's a jet ski uh, racing game, Ooh. and it was an exclusive game. The reason, tried, yeah. if I did, because I did play jet ski games. Yeah, but um, check the cover. You'll see if you if you remember it. What's so it called? Wave Race Blue Storm. Okay. Yeah, check the cover. It's a GameCube game. So the reason this is on my list. Uh, after school, would go down. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna call it the high street, but I don't know what it's called. It's like a whole. It's here. A high street is a kind of a mini shopping district where it's just like uh, uh, the main street in the town that you live, and it's just got shops on uh, the whole whole way down down the road. I don't know what it's called in America, but here on the high street, um, there was a game store. And after school, walking through the uh, through the high street, with my parents got to, to go home. Would pop into the game game store, and they used to have you know those. Uh, you know, like a, a demo unit of the, let's say the GameCube is already attached to the TV and you could go in and yeah. play whatever game. Uh, the game on was Wave Race Blue Storm. I would always, this was before the GameCube actually launched. So this was kind of the incentive uh, to get people to come in, pre-order the, the GameCube. And uh, I would always go in and play this game and I'd, I'd play around a race, win it, go home, love it. And before, even way before I even had the GameCube, I was buying, I was saving up actually, I was buying the, the Nintendo magazine, just so hyped, hyped about, this was the first uh, console to actually, I think the GameCube came out before the free Xbox, if I'm not mistaken. I don't uh, think it did. did. It did or did it? I can't remember. It did. It did, yeah. So it was the first um, uh, console to do the kind of DVD cases. So I was hyped about that, you know, moving away from, the shitty plastic boxes or cardboard boxes that you saw the N64. It was just small things like that that really excited me as a kid. And then seeing the disc, the tiny mini disc, kind of uh, half a DVD or even less. And uh, so every, every every week, every day throughout the week, we're just going. And this was one of them, man. And I loved racing games at the time. And mm-hmm. this is something that I just absolutely loved, man. The graphics were amazing. The world, I've never seen... Prior to this, I've never seen water look so amazing in my life, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the graphics right now, and like the water, the water looks as good as 
I want to say anything. Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Yeah, so this for me, this game, just like it, it really. I think it really stands the test of time as well. Like talking about this, I really want to pick up a GameCube and just find these games and just play them because I think that's what I'm gonna do. You know, fuck it, that's what I'm gonna. I still have my GameCube. Yeah, I wish I never got rid of mine. The nice memory cards, the amazing, one of the best controllers as well. Uh, Amazing, amazing. console it was actually the best. first uh, portable console with the little hook at the back yeah i love that the best the best console intro ever yeah it's lot, like yep and then if you hit, if you hit the, uh, the z button it gives you a different um different sound and there was another one actually there's another easter egg have you never do you never see that one when you no, hold no. the what yeah so so if you hold the the z button uh it makes a different noise what? And if if you've got four controllers plugged in and they all hold the Z button at the same time, it makes a different noise. And it's just like, yeah, check it out on the on yeah. YouTube. Just type and search uh, GameCube uh, intro noises or Easter egg or whatever. Um, so yeah, Wave Race Blue Storm, absolutely love this game. Once again, four-player co-op. Uh, I miss these times, you know. miss, miss mm-hmm. just hooking up four controllers and uh, just having fun, man. I miss them. Yeah. Take me back. Uh, Mir, your turn. Okay. Um... Another popular Nintendo franchise. I have Donkey Kong. Um, my favorite Donkey Kong game is Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. No, I was kidding. That was that was a <laughs> funny game though. Did you see that? Um, someone beat Dark Souls with. Yep, yep, yep. Donkey yep. Kong. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That, oh, I'm like, that, what are you doing? I don't what know are how you doing with it. your life. Have you seen the one uh, where he beats it with uh, the guitar? guitar? Yeah, that's amazing. I don't know what's harder, Jungle Beat, or I don't even know how that works. Oh, but um. God. Donkey Kong Country for the Game Boy. This game was hard. Um, as a kid, like this was a Dark Souls of platformers. But like I played this when I was, I want to say six or seven. But it was like really hard. Mm. But it was a fun game. Um, it was like, it was like your standard platformer, but the barrel mechanics were really fun. Like you like aim barrels and like mm. they like launch you. I really like the like the rail system too. Yeah, it was like you would ride like a mine rail, and it was it was fun. It was just you know like it was a platformer, but it was like it wasn't slow like Mario. It was fast like Sonic. So yeah, Donkey Kong Country classic game for me. No, I don't have a single Donkey Kong on this. I don't really make a lot. They don't make they don't, a lot. Yeah, Donkey they Kong really really niche. I did really get into them. I think at the time, obviously, look these games and being in that kind of. Like our parents, they didn't really have money to keep going out buying games. So I think each game we we bought, for me personally, it was reading so many reviews and reading so many different articles in magazines and just trying to figure out which game you know is going to last me and which game is going to be good. So the choices were were kind of scarce at the, at the time, really. So I had to pick and choose. I, I, I didn't have the luxury basically to buy every single game like like now. I'm I'm, I'm kind of privileged to be able to do that now, man. So. Yeah, that, that's why I kind of want to go back and just play games that I missed that one, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, me too. Uh, another one on my list, and this is talking about not being able to buy games. This one I bought off a friend in, in class for four bucks. It, it came with no case, no instruction manual, just a disc. I don't know who he stole it from. The disc was, <laughs> the disc was scratched as hell. But I bought it off him for four bucks. It was my dinner money at the time. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. Ooh. Luigi's Mansion. You ever played Luigi's Mansion? I played the newest one. Okay, uh, you missed out on the the goat, the GameCube version. Yeah, the new the newest one's okay. I know they they've done one for three different platforms. They did it for uh, obviously the GameCube, then they did it for the 3DS. I want to say 
and then they did it for for the Switch. Um, Luigi's Mansion, man, oh my god, it's basically Mario, but in but Luigi's kind of skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love the whole kind of Ghostbusters uh, feel to it, uh, the mechanics. Uh, it, it it's kind of disrespectful to say it felt like Mario didn't. To be honest with you, now thinking about it, it's, the graphics were amazing. Uh, story was pretty cool. Uh, it, I love the camera. I think one of, one of the things about it was kind of its camera angle. Where it yeah, wasn't, I remember it, it had like a, a Resident Evil camera angle. Yeah, 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 exactly. For kind of that sort of game. It had this 3D kind of camera, but Resident Evil style. And then when you... It did it so well where if you're going to a room, the kind of the roof would be faded or the wall would be faded. And the camera angle, like games at the time, were 3D games, you know, being the norm and starting to kick... Sorry, starting to kick off, actually. Uh, and not a lot of companies kind of figured out how to do 3D camera angles and this was one that did it really really well um, once again graphics help, help I think probably hold up really well now uh, amazing 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 story and uh, I, I really enjoyed it yeah kind of Ghostbuster yeah, Resident Evil yeah feel to it it's like it didn't take itself too seriously this it was like really silly if I remember correctly yeah no, you're and, and I think this was Luigi's first game. Like yep. After all the years, they finally gave him a game. His first full-blown outing on the on the Nintendo Nintendo console. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do another one on, on my list then. Because how many have you got on your on your list? I have like twelve or thirteen. Okay, I've got eighteen, so I'll do another one on my list. Um, I know you said at the top of the show, um, not the best sports game. I've, I mean, party game. I think you're talking about Mario Party. Yeah. I think the best party game ever ever made besides fusion frenzy from the the xbox podcast it's we sports that's my personal favorite we sports I went, uh, we I oh like my god we sports was something else yeah we sport everyone in the world play we sports i don't know if it's a party game it's a sports game i would say it's okay. a sports game okay but, uh, everyone in the world, sports game then everyone in the world bought this game uh, yeah oh, this see, the, it came it came this come in the bundle yeah. He came okay, the that's, why that's, why, that's why yeah. everybody had it. But what a, what a game, man. Uh, a I lot of broken TVs. A lot of broken TVs, a lot of bruised faces, a lot of uh, dents in the ceiling. Uh, this one, so when did I play this? This was around, okay, this was around college, so quite older now. Went to, I, I didn't have a Wii my, myself. Uh, my friend had it. Uh, weekends, we'll spend it over at his house. And yeah, we're all tall lads. And we had, you had to use the strap on the on the, on the Wii, otherwise you're you're definitely hitting somebody. And the space, I'm here. oh man, the space was. You know your 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 home gym. Yeah. His his room was slightly smaller than that, so you could only fit. Pretty, I think his room was half your home gym, to be honest with you. So you could only fit a bed, a TV, and maybe a cupboard, and that was it. So you could just imagine three of us. Or wait, there was me. I don't know. There was about five of us. I'm kind of sorry. There's five of us in this small room getting hot and heated, sway, playing every single like sports game. Like we had the tennis game, which was everyone was taking a punch to the face. Uh, which other game? You had the running game. The boxing one was good too. Uh, the boxing one was amazing. Oh man, just, th- these were like the best times uh, of my teenage years. I loved it. And uh, oh my god, the the memories. Yeah. Broken TVs, a bowling one. Yep, yeah, the the bowling one. I think you had the archer one. Uh, Yeah, archer. I didn't like the archer. Archer one was hard. That wasn't all that. And there was one more. Ah, 
I don't. Uh, that is, I think that is, Raymond Raven Rabbits did that actually come out eventually on other consoles? Do you know? Uh, I think it was I, a Nintendo exclusive. Okay, I'm gonna directly go into that one as a link between the Wii Sports and Raymond. That game was just hilarious, man. I don't know if you've ever played it. Yeah, absolutely amazing party game. Just so many different things. And then with the Wii nunchucks, you had the the Beijing Olympic Games where you actually had to run, and it was just like yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, oh, like really move that. that <laughs> yeah, you had to move. Like I was telling you, you were swaying. Because um, we've tried the Beijing Olympics on the PlayStation when you had to tap the X and uh, circle button like as quick as possible to make to make the sprint to sprint. But it wasn't like like the Wii. The Wii did something different. It really got people moving with the with the Wii Fit and the Wii Sports. And uh, yeah, the Beijing Olympics on that was just incredible. Like just uh, mate. Those were, those were the greatest times of my life. Just five boys all sweating out in the room like a sauna, just smelly. Uh, beautiful. Yeah, so Wii Sports uh, is, is on my list. Yeah, Wii Sports is good. It was, uh, it was um, yeah, it was one of my mentions too. Awesome. Classic. But, um, yeah, but um, like you mentioned, Mario Party. Yeah. Um, Mario Party is a good party game, but I want to say like half of the mini games are like bugs. And like yeah. I have slow thumbs. So like I, it wasn't a good time for me. Like I, like you, everyone, you, like, you would have hated Beijing Olympics. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like many games where you have to press A as fast as you can. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'll be the if if you were in our group back in the time, you'll be the person that's always giving your control. You're last, so you always get passed on the controller. Yeah, I, I would, pass, <laughs> I would pass it to my brother. But um, the the best party game in my opinion was um WarriorWare. Oh play- shit! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Warrior, Warrior yeah, yeah, is good, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, because okay, I want to say Warrior is good until you played all the mini games, <laughs> but it was like, it was just all the games was so random. Mm. It wouldn't tell you like how to play the game. You had to like figure out yourself. It would be like each mini game would be like 15 seconds. Like one mini game would be like you're swatting a fly. The next mini game you're like, um, taking out all the toilet paper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember where I played this. Who's uh, whose house I played? I never owned a copy of this. Yeah, but Royal is fun, man. This is fun. It's a fun. The mini games are actually diverse. It's not all like burning mashing and yeah. My favorite party game. Warrior the Warrior. one on the on the GameCube, right? Yeah, there's there's one on the GameCube. My favorite was the one on the Nintendo DS. I forgot which one it was called. Ah, called the DS one is called WarriorWare Gold, I believe it was called. I, I think because yeah, I'm trying to figure out which one I played. I played one, one of them. I, I think I, yeah, I think I played the DS one. I think I played this on my own. I'm not with somebody. I think it might have been a, a handheld version because I never, I don't recall having a a console base. I think the one I used to have on console was either Mario a Mario Party or there was another one on console. But yeah, never never owned it on console. So it's definitely on the 3DS or even. I had the Game Boy Advance, so I think it's the Game Boy Advance version. That I oh played. yeah, there was a Game Boy Advance one too. Yeah, I, I think I played the Game Boy Advance one. I don't think I had the 3DS for that long for me to turn a copy of WarioWare. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, oh my god, yeah, you're absolutely spot on. There was that, and there was another party game. Well, no, no, these are not really party games. It was just like, I don't know how you would even, what you would even categorize this, but it's kind of it was on my um, honorable mentions actually. Super Monkey Ball Two. You ever played that? Oh yeah, those are good. Those are good. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed, really enjoyed those. Um, that was just quick uh, honorable mention. Um, another one on my list. Oh, absolute goat! This, this game, man. It was hard to pick which Mario Kart. 
but I had to go with Mario Kart Double Dash for me. I was mine too. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't think like. Don't get me wrong. Every single Mario Kart game is sick. Mm-hmm. Even the new ones are, are really, really awesome and enjoyable since then. But uh, what they've had Mario Kart Eight on the on the Wii, and then they've had the one on the Switch. I like the one on the Switch because obviously with the online capabilities, it's like yeah. best structure. But Double Dash once again, it goes back to the two. Uh, two characters on the cart, amazing. Yeah, the four four play split screen, amazing. Being around, as I said, it's a portable machine. So we, we, if my friend, if we went to a friend who never had the GameCube, would take ours, or if we had a friend that had the GameCube, would just take extra controllers. And uh, it was last. There was what? There was me, my brother, and two. Of, yeah. So basically, we do like a championship. If there was more people, it was the last per- person that came last in each race would just move on the the controller. Uh, fuck rainbow circuit that that circuit that it, my, that's impossible that pisses me off uh, uh my favorite the my favorite circuit the one that just goes round and round it's like a little daytona uh you know you know which one i'm talking about yeah i think so yeah 200 cc uh quickly customize it and just have like op <laughs> op uh, uh abilities just red shell blue blue shell the, the bombs the rockets oh my god i think that was yeah you had the rocket in that one as well. Uh, oh my god, that was the best time. Oh, love it. I love just, it. Like, I just like the those two players on like one yep. item. Like that's just like I feel the the new ones have been good, but I just missed that second. I missed that second person. Yeah. yeah. You know what? They went all Forza Motorsports on that with like some uh, racing simulator. Like you had to balance out your weight. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, to... you had to like drift and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can just like, have lean like... towards the car. It yeah, you could. You couldn't just pick like uh, Bowser and Mario because the car no. would be heavy and slow, so you had to kind of balance it. And it, it was so funny. It was just like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, and you had like the baby Mario, baby Luigi. They were pretty cool. Baby Toad. They, they would be really light. Yeah. Yeah. And so the trick was to put them, the two light ones, with a, the go kart and the. Kind of, I don't know if you could customize. I think you can. It was that one, unless I'm getting mistaken. You, could you choose, customize you could the choose. wheel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you customize the wheel, get the smaller wheels, and then drift. Uh, and the, the moment I figured out when you because I thought it was just a normal drift the moment I figured out you could do the blue drift oh it was mm-hmm. a game changer my life was it's never been the same again since since then oh, but yeah double uh, it was such a hard pick for me like I really enjoyed the Switch one I love the N64 version uh, and then you had the Wii the, the Wii one I never really got into that because I felt like there was a lot of gimmicks behind that one and I did yeah. like the the controller layout on on that same with um, uh, another classic, which we'll come to uh, shortly. Uh, but I had, to, I had to sit and stick with uh, Mario Kart Double Dash, man. You know there's, what? I'm going to go on eBay and buy a GameCube, man. Each Are character there? had like a super. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't remember this, what they were exactly. But yeah, I remember that. I think Donkey Kong's was like a huge banana. Mario's okay. was like a fireball. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's, the, it's on the flipping cover. Then... Baby Mario's is broken. He had the chain chopper thing. That was oh, broken. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Memories. Absolute memories. Let me check on... I'm just checking GameCube's on. Uh, the cover well, is sick. cover's amazing. Absolute legendary cover. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to buy a GameCube on, uh, on eBay, man. <laughs> Fuck it. Double dash. Eas- like, easily the best. Easily, easily the best. I don't think there's any debate, to be honest with you. Double Dash is 24 bucks. I don't give a shit. I want a game game. I want four controllers. Oh, it's only 24 bucks? I thought it would be more. 
Nah, amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look into this later. Uh, okay, Mio, you could do, you could do one on your, on your list before okay. I, I go, I go off on one. I'll go, I'll go do another racing game. I, I'll go F Zero GX. Oh, let's go. Oh, okay, okay. You, you do you, you do you. Because okay. I'm still, I'm still in two minds. I, I wanted to play this game for the longest time, but like yeah. I never bought games as a kid. I rented them. Yep. Blockbuster, I miss Blockbuster so much. Oh, I love Blockbuster. That's another podcast. But um, I finally got this game, and I was like, "Yes, I'm finally gonna play um Absolute GX." And the opening cutscene is sick. It's got mm. Captain Falco. Yep. Captain Falcon, I think it's Captain Falcon. Falcon. Cap- Captain Falcon, yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, getting ready to race, and like, and then I play the game, and it's hard as shit. Yeah. Yep. I'm getting smoked. I was like, "What the heck is this?" I'm falling off the map. I'm going like upside down. It's fast. Like it's fun, but it's, this game's hard. So that's it's why hard. that's it's why hard. I didn't really make my list. But I just want to give it an honorable mention. Okay, I had um, F Zero on there also. Uh, it was a toss up between obviously sixty four and GX. I still can't decide. I'm leaning more towards the GameCube because I spent more time on that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, racing game, especially in that kind of because as I said, I said this. FZ kind of revolutionized kind of the um, the wipeout games. Uh, oh, yeah. That Sony have. Yep. I about the wipeout games. Um, so this was kind of, a, first of all, it's kind of kind in terms of its futuristic feel. Uh, one thing about it, though, is the sense of speed. I think that's what took me by surprise. Like you're just, you'll go down the the, the racetrack and then fly back up. And it, it, there was a true spe- sense of speed with, with, with this game. The graphics were amazing. Everything was just a blur, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, was a blur. That's how. Yeah, that's how I would describe it. Yeah, um, it's going but, like top speed. Yep, but a, leg- a legendary game nonetheless. So another racing game actually on here. So, fine enough. Nintendo were kind of the the leaders at at the time. Um, I'll do a quick one. I'm going to show some love to the Game Boy. Uh, Advanced Wars. Have you ever played that? Mm, I played. I played a couple of times. I never owned Mate. it, but this was good. I owned it. I had the the emulator on a floppy disk back in school. Uh, do you remember those? I absolutely love this game. And I love strategy games. This was just, oh my God. Like, if I could find an em- This is why I don't like doing these podcasts anymore because I'm going to spend money. I'm going to spend money and just buy a Game Boy just for oh, Advanced Wars. Okay. You can edit this part out, but you can yeah. get an emulator on the iPhone and you can, you know. Oh, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Okay. I don't know. Everyone knows. You didn't hear yeah. from me. I didn't hear from you. Um, but yeah, an absolute another another legendary game in my books. To be honest with you, uh, just the color palette was amazing. Just it was just kind of it was different from what I was used to. I think it was this is what really got me into um, the whole um, like kind of strategy games. This all obviously came along way before for me in my books the Command the Conquer games, way before I even touched one of those games. Uh, absolutely loved it. They, they really take it too seriously, but it was kind of violent for a game that was like on oh, the yeah. Nintendo. It was like it was really pushing war. Yeah. Uh, like invasion and and all that it was just kind of yeah quite quite dark in a sense but i absolutely loved it it was a toss-up between actually that and the first, second one but i think the second one was pretty much very very similar i never i played the second one a bit i can't remember what happened to my game boy at the time i think died or something or i moved on uh but advanced wars amazing man uh i think it was on the game boy advance i remember playing it yeah um I think it was Game Boy Advance. Yeah, it's not Game Boy. 
And I, the reason I remember this is because obviously the Game Boy Advance never had the backlit screen and it was kind of the worst things ever. In bright sun. Game Boy Advance SP? Yeah, yeah. I, I had that one is, of those later on. That was a on. game changer. That was a game changer. I just don't know why they didn't do it in the Game Boy Advance. You had to buy your own light for it? The own light that goes hangs over yeah. it. Like a man- yeah, that was awful. Yeah. So the um, Game Boy Advance, you couldn't play it in proper daylight because of the screen. And you couldn't play at night, which was just like, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Game Boy Advance. Uh, sorry, Advance Wars uh, makes it on my list. Okay. Um, I'll do one for me. I have... Do you ever play Conquer Bad Fur Day? No, no. Uh, I, I know okay. of them. I know of them, yeah. but never it was, played it. It was, like, it was like a platformer, but it was like a lot of pop culture references. Mm. It was really mature. It was like making like a lot of like adult jokes. It was basically yep. like a South Park game. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And it was like mocking a lot of things. There's like a Matrix mission. There's a Saving Private Ryan mission. Mm. There's... um. I forgot what else they did. But um, it was just like a good satire game. It didn't take it seriously. Again, it was made by Rare. Um, yeah. What was it? The gameplay was okay. The gameplay wasn't a lot to rave about. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't really revolutionary from what I've seen yeah. and what I've heard. It's just the humor at the time really stuck with a lot of people. It mm. hasn't aged that well because the jokes are kind of like... Yeah, you know, I think people are kind of over that. It wasn't like... Uh, one game that sticks to my mind is Duke Nukem. Like at the time, yeah, those type of games aged horribly. Yeah, like at the time, you think, okay, those games, it's different. No one wants to take a risk and have a game that's like full of swear words and just kind of like dark adult humor. Duke Nukem uh, would get canceled in 2020. Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think those games would do well anymore. No, I'm not too sure about the Conquer games. I don't think anybody's really, really cares for something like that. To be honest with you. Yeah, not anymore. But you know, at the time, it was it was pretty fun. It was fun, yeah. And as a kid, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Your parents yeah, don't know exactly. what they're buying, what they get they themselves think, into. They think they're they buying like a cute squirrel game. <laughs> yeah, like... this year, that's what I was about to say. This exactly. year, cute squirrel. Like... <laughs> it's a cute squirrel on, it's on a the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do another one on my list then. Another classic, and this is why uh, I can't remember what I was saying before. But yeah, yeah, I was saying about the Wii, and it, one of the reasons why I didn't really enjoy this on the Wii was because of the controller. But Super Smash Bros. Melee, the one on the GameCube. That's, that's, yeah. that's my pick, too. That's just an all time classic. Like, when it's, it comes, like, it's the best fighting game of all time. It, I'll just it is. Uh, yeah, and no, 100% facts. Facts. Like, there's no cap, no cap in that sentence whatsoever. Absolutely legendary game. Like the GameCube had like the holy trinity of like of games. In in, in my opinion, you had, had Super Smash Bros. Melee. You had uh, Mario Kart, and you could just pick from a bunch of other games to to fulfill that trinity. Like for me, it was the Super Mario Sunshine game. If you want to really get all the um, uh, Nintendo proper exclusives in there, uh, but Super Smash Bros. Man, oh my god! Just who was your character? Um, I want Roy. Okay, I want Pikachu, man. Pikachu, oh, really? Pikachu? okay. Pikachu was like... fast. Yeah. Agile. Um, Roy and Marth were basically the same, but yeah. I like Roy better because he hit a little harder. But okay. Roy was my dude. I would just you know like one shot people. I would hit them with counters. Did you wait? Did your McDonald's have Super Smash Bros. there? Oh, McD- no, no, we we never. Had, oh, we never had the luxury dude, yet. my McDonald's like McDonald's here. Each yeah. one had like Super Smash Bros. there, so like oh while you God. while you were like waiting for your food, you could just play kids in Super Smash Bros. And I would, <laughs> yeah, so I'd be like, 
Just blow up the kid. Next. Yeah, it was like they had, they had four controllers. It was oh like a God. GameCube setup. It was sick. Oh I would like, God. I would smack these kids. <laughs> I'm telling you. Smack them. Like, and like, I'll be like, then I would like eat, I would like eat my fries and I'll come back and smack them again. Smack the next one. Oh my God. Yeah, oh, man. Smash Brothers. Uh, there was something about Smash Brothers that made me lean towards uh, Pokemon. I don't know. It was Char- there was Charizard and Mewtwo in there. Yeah, my memory serves me correctly. The Pikachu. Well, there they were the three. Jigglypuff's right? in there too. Who? Yeah, yeah, and Jigglypuff. Uh, those were the characters. Just, yeah, but Pikachu, man. Oh my God, he's so agile. And then they had, they bought uh, uh, Solid Snake into it. Uh, Bought, who else did they, they get crossover from a platform? Well, was, okay. oh, Smash Smash Ultimates, insane. Yeah, that roster is like insane. There's like a hundred and something people in that game. It's like absolutely. you can name everyone in the game. Like absolutely, Nettas in that game. Um, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy. There was rumors they that, almost they uh, almost Goku had Goku was, in there. Yeah, yeah, it literally brain emoji. Oh my god, but, uh, um, Ultimate's sick. Ultimate's really <laughs> sick. But like the nostalgia and like the. The first so of then, its kind, yeah, like it's just, Sony yeah. tried to do one as well. You know, we're not, we're not, that, that we're, we're not forgetting. It was quite good. I had it on the the, uh, really? the PSV. Yeah, I had it on the PSV. It was it was decent, but it was that's, literally it was a made in China copy of. Uh, <laughs> it was basically the the dollar store version of the Super Smash Bros. Yeah, it's weird that Kratos is fighting Nathan Drake. That's that's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you look at it, it doesn't really work, does yeah, it? Yeah, they they I can't they. The, the, funny, the mascots aren't like cartoony. And the funny thing was, they had they didn't really have a roster like at the no, time. No, no. Sony didn't really have like a massive roster because they had nobody. King. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know what what was funny was I know this was a joke going around at the time. They said, "Oh, Xbox should do one." And I remember reading a comment somewhere like, "Who you can have just Master Chief and uh, Mark, <laughs> uh, uh, Marcus Phoenix and a Forza car." <laughs> Because they're gonna have Viva Pinata and the Viva Pinata because the Xbox had nobody at the time, so it worked. It works so well for Nintendo, Mm -hmm. man. It it really does. And this game was just once again. It was like, as I said, these were the party games we would take. Let's just call them to our friend's house, Mario Kart. I think we would always just take Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. Go over to a friend's house, just have fun, man. We'll just be there. Um, I know we used to go over with, with my mom to her her friends. And obviously with her kids, we'll just take our GameCube. Board. Sorry, they had the GameCube. We'll just take our controllers, a few extra mm-hmm. games. But we'll be there. Yeah, we'll just be there from like, let's say four to like nine o'clock when we had to leave. And it was just like, we'll play that. And in between, we'll take a break from consoles. We'll play Beyblade. Do you remember those? Oh, I, I love Beyblade. Oh my God. Like, Did you ever whole... get the, the mechanical Beyblades? Those uh, like... which, which ones? Where like you like control? It was like, oh, no, 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 no. That I'm, was I'm... cheating. I, that was cheating. I, I, our budget didn't extend that much. We we just got the normal ones where you just uh, yeah. let it rip and just in yeah. the dome and just. Yeah, There's like oh, one that was like three stories high with like like three stories of blades. <laughs> I forgot which one was it. It was like the the dragoon one was clearly the best. But um, there's some good ones. Yeah, man. Funny story about how I bought Smash Bros. By the way, I was playing. I was like trying to kick a ball. Yeah. And like I I whiffed on it and like yeah. I fell. And like I like laying on my head, I had like oh, a concussion or something. Oh shit! I I blacked out. I was like crying, and my dad's like, "All right, we're gonna go buy a game." So I would stop crying. <laughs> like I went to the store. It was between Smash Bros. and Godzilla: Destroy All Monsters Melee. Oh, thank fuck! Also a good game, yeah. but yeah, I went well, Smash Bros. and you know, thank fuck for I, that. I played that game so much. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, 
yeah, legendary game. Oh man, just just everything around that era was just so amazing, man. We had Beyblades, we had Pokemon cards, uh, we had Super Smash Bros. Ah, oh, beautiful, beautiful time. Mm-hmm. Talking about Pokemon Mio, uh, I'm sure this is on your list, but it just depends yeah. on which one is on your list. Which one do you have on your list? I went with Gold and Silver. Okay, that's why. That's, yeah. that's like you can. That, I think I mean, this is the only one that had this. This Gold and Silver has the best argument. Yeah, because it has two games. It has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I loved Red, Blue, and Green. Uh, sorry, Red and Blue at the time. Red, Blue, and Green. Red, Blue, and uh, obviously Yellow came out eventually afterwards, and. Um, I remember buying each individual one. I remember the story. I had to spin my my mom to to get me a copy because they were like fifty bucks. They were expensive. Oh yeah, they were. They were. Um, but eventually, when we bought, because I dived into Pokemon really late, because I bought red and red, I believe, or blue, uh, really late on into this thing, and I bought it secondhand. So it was just um, the cartridge sitting in the game shop window, and you just go and you just want that. They pick it up for it, and that was still quite expensive. Thirty bucks for no box or anything. Um. I must have picked up the yellow one, but I, I remember shortly after I picked something up, gold and silver came out or something like that, or maybe it might have, might have been yellow. But anyways, I think the argument has to be with gold and silver because it had, like, you you played the game, you'd go, oh, okay, I've, I've defeated all, was it eight gym members? Eight or yeah, nine? Yeah, it was eight. Eight, you defeat them. And then it just takes you back to, like, the, the original island. I'm like, what the fuck? This is two games in one. Yeah, exactly. Plus, um, only four. Then there's, like, a secret boss where you main character of the first game mm. it was sick it was sick i'm sure i think we've talked about this haven't we i'm sure you've done it where you and your siblings are probably oh yeah got a copy everyone's got a game boy you, you do the whole link up yeah, yeah. uh start off with all three pokemons but two of them would, would disobey you <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was so, that's funny yeah that was so funny uh but yeah oh my god pokemon gold and silver i remember Risking taking my game, we're not, we weren't obviously allowed these at school, and my parents were obviously so against me taking my device to school and in case it got stolen. We didn't have money at the time, so if, it, if it's gone, it's gone, you know. And um, just playgrounds, everyone would be fighting Pokemons, and just like you had to fight. get the, yeah. the cord to battle someone, yes, yeah, you know, there wasn't Wi Fi back, there wasn't Wi Fi, or anything. Uh, there'll be fights because uh, someone's beating somebody at, at the game, you know, spill into. The classrooms, it was just it was just manic, it was just crazy. The whole Pokemon phenomenon at the time was just it was huge. I don't think I've seen anything, even to this day, you know. I don't think I've from the top of your head, can you remember anything now that's really no. be, nothing's rivaled Pokemon and the kind of the hype around it? Yeah, because it was the games, it was the card game, it was the movies, the show. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy. It was insane, and this is like I remember buying booster packs and you get, I can't remember, 12 cards in there or something, just hoping for a shiny card. I wish but, I kept my cards, man. I wish I did. Parents would, you know, like, get worried. They're saying, like, you know, Pokemon's, like, demonic or something. And Yeah, know, yeah. They banned it in Saudi Arabia or something. Yeah. Kids and stuff. It was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, yeah. let me catch my Pokemon. Get out. Yeah, let me catch my Pokemon piece. It was, uh, yeah. it, it was banned in Saudi Arabia, funny enough. Really? Uh, yeah, Pokemon most, got banned in South country in the world. Most corrupt country in the world. <laughs> I'm not running an agenda here, people. It's, it's true. The facts, the facts are there. The um, facts are there. So yeah, Pokemon Gold and Silver for me, man. Absolute legends of the of, yeah, of was, okay. A lot of them are good though. Like Pokemon's the are, only yeah. Pokemon's the only series where I'm like, don't change it. Just give me the same game every five yeah. years or so. 
Like I, yeah. I get on Madden, I get on Call of Duty. It's like, why are you guys releasing the same game over and over again? Yeah. But like if Pokemon like changes something, I'm like, why'd you switch it up? Like yeah. go back to the gym battles. But I like, think that's because the nostalgia hits more with Pokemon, you know? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like if Nintendo take risks, they take a few risks in there. But I reckon if they took like a massive risk with Pokemon Gold and Silver, I think people, oh, sorry, with Pokemon in general, like let's, let's, well, with the Switch though, they went full on like kind of RPG, didn't they? Like in the proper 3D world. Yeah, that was, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Pokemon Sun and Moon, they took out gym battles and I was so mad. Like I still don't like that game. Oh, it's see, okay, no, no, yeah. I don't like it. Then you're right. I'd rather just have the same cut copy and just have give me good Pokemon, man. But the thing yeah, is, just give me new Pokemon every time. Gen one and Gen two, man. Like those, those for me favorites. Like Gen three, they were okay, but for me, I just felt like they got weaker and weaker as yeah. they went along. I don't know. I just, I don't know if, if it's because they just don't appeal to me, or there was nothing unique about them, or because obviously, once again, the hype that was surrounding Pokemon at the time. Just made you fall in love with like different Pokemon, then. No, I think your, you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Because the future ones, the the future like, ones, like one of the Pokemon is just an ice cream cone, and another yeah, one's like a chandelier. They just ran out of fucking uh, ideas. Favorite Pokemon? Um, you got first. I, I got the. Crap. For me, it was Gyarados, especially after trying Gyarados to. Gyarados is good. Yeah, especially trying to level up the fucking Magikarp. It does yeah. nothing. <laughs> so you would have it first in the battle. And then you just wait until his health goes uh, low, and you're just like, "Yep, mm-hmm. you're, you're off. You're off the team. Get back on the bench." And uh, which one did you go for, though? Did you go for the Luigi or Ho Ho? You could go both. Oh, really? I, I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, the box, the box, the box. Yeah. Oh, I went box. for gold. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this I is why gold and silver is the best because you yeah. could get both the cover art. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like you can't the... get both legendaries in any other game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was it. I've completely, completely forgotten about that. But... Yeah. That was sick. Uh, talking about a game. Oh, I think it's your turn, Mia, actually. Okay. Um I spoke for quite a bit. Apologies. Favorite Pokemon. I'll just give a basic answer. I'll get I'll say Charizard. Mm. Charizard is pretty sick. It's a dragon. Like what else do you want from me? Yeah. But um another game. I have Animal Crossing. Wait, 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 who, wait, wait, sorry. Who was that Pokemon? Do you do you remember the red candy for life cheats? Oh yeah. We'd go fishing or something and this Pokemon would come out and it was just like this pixelates make you like, what the fuck is this? And you get rare candy for life or something like that. Oh, and then, I, I remember something like that vaguely. Yeah, and then um, the other Pokemon that you had to carry around with you in the egg. Yeah, it's Togepi, right? Togepi, that was it, yeah. That was hype yeah. around that. I thought that was like the next Mew or Mewtwo or <laughs> fuck me, I just had to carry around the egg. Yeah, but go ahead, Mew, sorry. Okay, I have Animal Crossing. Um, okay. So this is like not really a serious game. It's just, you know, a game you can play like five, ten minutes a game. This is something like relaxing. Mm. You're just kind of doing mundane tasks. You're catching bugs. You're building a house. You're doing gardening. Um, it sounds boring. Sometimes it is. But sometimes it's like really fun. I wouldn't say it's really fun, but it's like, you know, it's it's something where you can escape to. Yeah. And I put New Horizons on there. That's the newest one. Because okay. you can kind of like make your own island um it's you know it's not it's like a little bit like colonialism like it, i feel kind of <laughs> weird because you are kind of like landing on an island and you're like stealing those natural resources like yeah. i feel like the british empire <laughs> this is like my tom island nook. now yeah tom nook is like the king of england <laughs> and you're like a colonizer yeah. it's weird like i don't know but you know it's, it's a fun game um i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's like amazing but yeah. it's, you know it's fun game. I it's had a uh, bit too hyped though. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I think I would agree with you on, on that. I think it has its niche kind of, um, you know, market and target audience. I think, I think it's when I when I feel when I think of Animal Crossing, no disrespect to anybody out there, what comes to mind is just these petite girls, like these gamer girls, you know, these really geeky girls with like big glasses, just want to geek out and it's like, oh, they like make it, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, this I is, a big fish. Like, no disrespect to you, but that's what comes to mind. Like these proper right. gamer right. girls, yeah. I had Animal Crossing as a um, honorable mention actually on on, mm-hmm. on my list, and reason being, I had had this, and it was the GameCube one that I played, and I never played the GameCube one's one. good. Yeah, GameCube one's good, but it was one of those games where your friends would ask you, "What do you do?" And he was just like, "Yeah, what do you actually do in that game?" Besides going around chopping logs, collecting uh, stuff, it was it's, pretty it's much just, nothing. Yeah, it's just like, um farm simulator something yeah, like real much. life simulator yeah it's like the sims yeah it's like escape the world of uh of your uh, kid years from school come home and play play animal crossing but i had this on uh, as an honorable mention i thought it was good i thought it was pretty cool it, was, it kind of did something different at the time um yeah another one on my list then uh talking about game this is hard i think this is the hardest one out of all the franchises Mira, i think this is the hardest one to pick we've had some amazing zelda games Okay, I knew you were going Zelda when you yeah. said the hardest one to pick. We disagree the... on all of them. I, I want to, us to disagree on at least one of these franchises. Yeah, yeah, because we've ahead. agreed on Pokemon, we've agreed on Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. like easily, and even Super Mario. Um, I think we're definitely going to disagree on this one. If, if we don't, I, I, I don't know. But this is the one that I believe took the most risk, and it's Wind Waker on the, on the game. Okay, I picked, I picked Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that was, my, that was the second one for me. Uh, the, to be honest with you, Breath of the Wild took a lot of risks as well and changed it up. But for mm-hmm. me, Wind Waker was the first one where they really, really just like, you know, we're going we're gonna to do something different. The art palette was different. The style was different. And I was like, I, I know I had Zelda on the N64 with Ocarina of Time. That was also, that was the final one out of the three that I actually yeah. sold. And that, would, that one was sealed. So I got a lot of money for that. And um, so I, I know a lot of people say Ocarina was the best, but you know, I think, like, but yeah, go for Wind Waker. Yeah, for me, Breath of the Wild was really, really up there. Like it was, it was highly up there. Twilight Princess, I was gonna also have that on there, but I initially played that on the Wii, and I absolutely hated it on the Wii. Like just with mm-hmm. that joy, I, the Wii for me outside Wii Sports just felt like a gimmick in general. That's why I know Nintendo took risks, but that's why there's a lot of big hitters on there that's never enjoyed like Smash Brothers like Mario Kart wasn't a big fan of the whole motion control um, I think the Wii is trash I don't yeah know. yeah it's like yeah. the best selling system of all time yeah. but it's like super it's like super casual the, and like yeah I think the Wii is trash yeah um, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that probably no I, I I agree it was great for when you have fun but on your own as a single player console probably one of the worst consoles I've ever made. It was just, I had one for single player. It was, yeah, you just don't go there. You don't play, you don't get a Wii for single player at that time. Um, and like when yeah, everyone yeah. was going next gen, it yeah. was still running games like three, that, 360, 480p. Yep. Like it couldn't even do 720. So it couldn't do 720. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so yeah, for Zelda, it was, it was quite hard. You had obviously Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time, Breath of the Wild. It was highly, it was, high up there man like literally for me it was just Wind Waker just because it was the first full Zelda game that I really dived into and just like really enjoyed played a few times loved the if you pick that game up now and play it it still holds on man it still holds yeah. so, up so well I and wish they said, made that 
they they remade it for the Wii. They made it for the Wii, but as oh, I said, really? yeah, they that's made still, it. That's still remade it for the Wii. Yeah, but I just never played anything on the Wii. It's just I hated the Wii playing single player. Yeah, games. me too. Um, yeah, Zelda Wind Waker. We had so many different save files on there. We, I can't remember the story now. It, just, it goes over the top of my head. You you kind of just like go around on a boat. And, like, on the boat, you had the flute. Yeah, you had the yeah, wind. Yeah, that was sick. Thing. The flute was sick, man. It was it was like something different. Uh, just set you out on the on the boat, and you're like you had to find your own way, you, like your own uh, pathfinder. I loved it, man. I really did. And it was like the, I think it was the first. I would say, hmm, I would I would say it was the first game to really kind of officially blow me away after Shenmue. To to be honest with you, after like I played Shenmue, obviously on the Dreamcast game before that, played that, enjoyed my time with that, and then I had this I had the GameCube and it. Everything was just felt like, oh, you know, fun with your brothers uh, or when you go around with friends. But this was the first full kind of single play game that I just, I just kind of lost myself. And it was amazing. It was amazing. The world was, was incredible. Everything about it, the scenery. I can't remember the story now, man. I really can't. For a game that was such a made, I can't remember. I just, maybe it's just because I've played so many different Zelda games. And it's one of my favorite franchises. Like, I remember uh, the missus bought me a Wii just for the Twilight Princess at the time as, as a birthday gift. Uh, massive, massive uh, fan of the franchise. It's just one of the best as well of all time, in, in my opinion. It's definitely top 10 as a franchise. Definitely top 10. So the reason why I think Breath of the Wild is my favorite Zelda game is because after like a quick, I want to say like 10, 15 minute tutorial, yep. the game's just like uh, beginning. And it's like, yep. that's it. It's just like, yeah. okay, like you can do whatever you want. It's not going to hold your hand. The like it, the whole world is yours. Like it doesn't tell you what to do. It gives you like here and there. It's like you could go, you know, defeat the four divine beasts. You could go look for the master sword. Yeah. You could just skip all that. You could go straight to Ganon. Yep. You could go climb the tower and you could go beat them. It's gonna be really hard. I mean, it's of course, gonna, yeah. I've seen people do it, but um, it's just like you can do whatever. You yeah, it, it really for some reason. I remember playing this and I remember saying to my brother, I was like, this gave me Dark Souls feeling oh yeah 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 and no i think i said that to you we talked about this yeah yeah, yeah. this is way before we even started a podcast i think i think i told you this and then i think you've once once you played it you agreed as well it just chucks you in the world and you're just like okay you're, you're just not used to this as a, as a zelda fan or a player of the, of the franchise you're just not used to this you're like yeah, okay. it's more linear Zelda's yeah. more linear but this one yeah. you can tackle any you, you can tackle like the four divine beasts in any order you want you'd yep. go like the air one first you could go the, the sea one first you could go the land one first like it's just you gotta do whatever you want like yep. you could just go through the game and not just pick up the master sword um the shrines are really cool the puzzles yep. it's like a good physics puzzles like you could just skip all the shrines but you wouldn't get like a lot of hearts you wouldn't get more stamina yeah yeah exactly it was a stamp the stamina system was massive once mm-hmm. again uh, a nice nod to the Dark Souls and Bloodborne franchise. Actually, you need to play Bloodborne like that if you have yeah. a PlayStation. This game, this Zelda is basically Zelda, Legend of Zelda, Dark Souls of the Wild, or something. Yeah, but much. yeah, I I love Breath of the Wild. I think it's uh, awesome. In, in, yeah, in, incredible, absolutely incredible game. One of the best games I actually played this generation. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, um, I don't know how many you've got on your list, Mira. I think we've I've only got one more. Well, yeah, actually, one more yeah, so I've got two more, but one of them, I'm not too sure if it's going to count. Um, Shall I go with that one first? Yeah. I've put on Resident Evil 4. Because I, I, I love about this too. 
Because it, okay. it was It was an like, exclusive, wasn't it? For like nine months or so. It was supposed to be... A, a, it was actually part of the Capcom 5 kind of games they were dropping on GameCube. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to the deal, but then eventually they tra- transported... Well, trans... Uh, trans what's the word? Exported it. Well, I want to say transported it over. Uh, it, over to the uh, Sony. So is this mm-hmm. was actually going to be a GameCube, a Capcom uh, Nintendo exclusive. Actually, you know, the story was this was supposed to be exclusive for Microsoft. But when Capcom went to the meeting with Microsoft, they just felt like Microsoft weren't really interested. Mm-hmm. So they pulled out the deal with them. And yeah, the rest is history, as I say. So Resident Evil 4, man, this was one of those games, man. I was just like... It's, to, it's a legendary game. It's a legendary yeah. game. It's, it's, it's a game that I want to remake of like anything. I know that you can buy that. Oh, they're doing it. They're doing it. Oh, confirmed. Oh my God, I'm on my knees. No, it's no, absolute... not confirmed. Okay. But, you know, like, I think they will. They I think they will. Three, yeah. They're going to do for it. Just, this is probably one, like, these missions where you just have to, like, babysit somebody, like, trans- transport something from A to B. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a term for that. I completely forget it now. Escort, uh, escort, yeah, games. They're just so boring. But this one, this this is pretty much an escort mission, but it's the best escort mission out there. It was The like, Last of Us before The Last of Us. Yep, was last of us. pretty much. Uh, loved everything about it. Loved the whole eerie feeling. You actually felt scared at points. And it's like, I remember that obviously this is a standout scene for me. When you go into the village and the bell rings of the church, you're like, what the hell's going on? And then everyone just starts running at you. You're like, what the fuck's yeah. going on? Like, you panic so many times. I can't remember how far I made, I made it. Yeah, into the game. I never actually finished it on the GameCube. But I think I must have picked it up later on down the line and played it. Never actually really finished it. Finished it one because my brother got pissed. So little Mo, at the time we we used to share GameCube. We used to have one memory stick, one memory card. I must have pissed him off on something. I don't know what I did to him, but he went upstairs. I remember this, and I think he he'll remember the story fondly. He ran upstairs, and guess what he does? He deletes my save file That's on terrible. Resident Evil. Yeah, absolutely yeah. shout. And I was I was. I was deep into that game, man. Um, but yeah, absolutely legendary game. Was that the last game you had on your list? Uh, no, I, oh. I, I, I didn't. I didn't know if I should have included it because you know okay. it's not really an exclusive. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I wasn't too sure. Um, what's the last game on your list, Mio? I'm thinking it might be the same one on on our list. Oh, I have Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay, no, mine's different. Go ahead. Okay, I, I'll go ahead. Um, yeah. So I, I always wanted to play Fire Emblem games. Because, you know, Roy and Martha were my favorite characters in Smash Bros. Mm. But a lot of them only were, like, Japanese exclusives. Like, they never came to the West. I think the first Fire Emblem that came here was a GBA game. But um, yeah. um, I never really played them because strategy games weren't, my like, my thing growing up. Now now I love strategy games. But um, I picked up the newest one, Fire Emblem Three Houses, because a lot of people recommended, recommended it to me. Yeah. Um, it's on the Switch. Oh, played, yeah, yeah, you mentioned that to me the other day. Yeah, you said it was, it I played sick. most of it on handheld mode while I was watching, like, Money Heist. But um, it's sick. It's so good. It's, it's you know, combat-wise, it's like XCOM. But I just love, like, the, the social sim part of it. Like, it's basically Persona. Like, I joined the Golden Deers. When you start the game, you can join one of the three houses. It's like Potter houses, whatever. Mm. Like, you're, like, basically a teacher, and you're teaching these kids um war i guess yeah but like i love my students like i would die for all i would die for these kids like i love these kids oh, yeah yeah that's why i'm 
Awesome. Uh, the last one on my list, I can't remember if this was an exclusive. Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2? Uh, I don't remember, but I think it was. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, Anyways, that, that, yeah, that was just a, kind of my honorable mention on that. Because I know that they had a lot of Star Wars games that I just never saw on other consoles. So I, I, can't, I can't remember. I, I think they had a few. They had like uh, Jedi Academy and stuff. Yeah. So this was an honorable mention. Another honorable mention. I never really dived into this game as much, but it's like a big game for me. Star Fox Adventures. Yeah, I feel like that. that was yeah, cla- fun. yeah, fun uh, classic game. But that's, that pretty much sums up our list, to be honest with you. And now we've got the difficult task of naming a top five meal. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Do you, want, do you want me to go first or would you like to go first? Um, I'll go first. Yeah, go on. So I'll go five. I'll go Mario 64. Four Breath of the Wild. Ooh, okay. Three Fire Emblem, three houses, two Super Smash Bros. Melee, and one Pokemon Gold and Silver. Awesome. Uh, for me, it is. Oh, I might have to switch mine up just like last minute. Yeah, I'm going to switch mine up last minute. Um, Super Mario 64 in fifth, Super Smash Bros. in fourth, Mario Kart Double Dash in third, Zelda Wind Waker in second. And Pokemon Gold and Silver first. Similar list. Yeah, pretty pretty similar. Uh, what it what like a golden year of or generation of gaming, man. Mio. an absolute yeah. amazing kind of console, amazing company. I think they've still got it. I know they do they do their own thing, but they've still got it. Hopefully, we'll see a few more Pokemon games. I would love to see an F Zero game, and I can't wait for maybe another. You know. Wave Waves Blue Storm for in, in my books or even another Double Dash that would be awesome. Double um, Dash would be sick. Yeah, I got one of the best games ever. Mio, anything else you want to add? Um, nope. Gonna go plug in my GameCube, play Super Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, oh man, I, I need to buy a GameCube, so I'm gonna go bro- I'm gonna go to bed in a bit and browse uh, eBay and see if I can find uh, a GameCube with f- with five of these games and uh, a handful of controllers and a memory card. There you have it. Our favorite Nintendo games from the N64 Game Boy, the legendary GameCube Wii, and the Switch. So what did you make of our list? Did we miss out any? Be sure to look out for the interactive story on our Instagram page during the week to let us know what makes your top five. On that note, thanks for joining us this week for episode 38 of the Multiverse Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, keep up to date with the latest news, see more Multiverse content, or be notified when we go live on Twitch, be sure to follow us on Instagram at themultiverse.ig. Also, subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. If you enjoyed the show, we'd appreciate five-star ratings on iTunes. Once again, thank you for your time. Have a great week, and we hope to catch you on our next episode.